From the international headquarters of the Sword of the Lord Publishers and Ministries here in downtown Murfreesboro, Tennessee, this is Dr. Shelton Smith, and this is Making a Difference. Welcome, dear friends. It is Monday, and we're ready to get rolling with a brand new week. I trust you had a wonderful day yesterday in the house of the Lord somewhere in your neighborhood, in your area, that you enjoyed the blessings of God as you met together with the people of God and heard the Word of God preached from the pulpit. It's a joy today to be with you, and I trust that our time together will be a help to you. Remember now, I announced on Friday, today and tomorrow, I am in Erie, Pennsylvania, at the Grace of Calvary Baptist Church. We look forward to that meeting. I've been going there since 1995, and we've had every single year a great, great conference with Dr. George Alquist and his people, and I trust that many of you in that part of the world will join us tonight and again tomorrow night at the Grace of Calvary Baptist Church in Erie, Pennsylvania. For a number of days now, we've been looking at the word blessed as it appears in the Psalms. This word blessed tells us some amazing things. We understand because of these verses in the Psalms that the source of blessing is the Lord. He provides for us every blessing we get. We understand, too, something about the substance of the Lord's blessings from looking at these verses and also how to secure that blessing that we want and that we need. And today we're going to be looking at Psalm 119. There are two verses right at the beginning of this great chapter, and both of these verses begin with the word blessed, but it's all tied together. So let me read them, verses 1 and 2, Psalm 119. Blessed are the undefiled in the way who walk in the law of the Lord. Blessed are they that keep his testimonies and that seek him with the whole heart. The opening part of this verse uses a word that we don't use a lot, but it's a good word. It talks about the undefiled. That word undefiled just simply means not corrupt, not tainted. On the other hand, if you look at it from a positive point of view, it means holy, unsoiled, or clean. And so today, I want to talk to you about the blessing of living clean. A lot of things happen in this old world. A lot of dirt gets thrown around. A lot of dirty things happen. And Christians live in a world where dirt and dirty things are very prominent. And if we're not careful, we will become tainted by the dirt that is around us. If we're not careful, some of that dirty philosophy, dirty lifestyle, dirty practices will corrupt us just like it's corrupted others. But if you and I will focus on what God teaches us, we'll learn that the blessing of living clean is indeed a blessed thing. This world and a lot of people in it have a major problem with defilement. They are corrupt. They are tainted. They are unholy. They are unclean. But you and I do not have to go down that trail. We can do something different, we can do something better, and we can do it because we have the Lord. We could never do it on our own because all of us by our nature are sinners. 
We are sinners, and we do sin sometimes, and we ought not to let that become dominant in our life. We instead look to the Lord. We trust Him for salvation. We trust Him to also help us to live a sanctified, godly life and to put aside those things that do not belong in a Christian's life. These two verses give us three major clues about living clean. Let's look at those in detail. This passage tells me, verse number one, the second part of the verse, it tells me that the undefiled walks in the law of the Lord. Now that simply means the Lord's laid out the game plan. The Lord has given us principles by which we can live. He has given us details. In fact, if you look at the book of Proverbs, for example, the opening verse of Proverbs, it says, the Proverbs of Solomon. Now, a lot of people look at that and they say, oh, those are just clever sayings. They're just little cliches that Solomon put together. Well, to start with, Solomon wrote as the Spirit of God led him and inspired him to write, but that word proverb in the Hebrew text means the rules. It's not cliches, but it's the rules of Solomon that we see here in the Proverbs. And you and I need to understand, yes, there are rules. The Ten Commandments are rules. And there are things all through the Bible that you and I can look at and we can say, God is giving us a rule of thumb, we say, a rule by which we can govern ourselves and give direction to our life. And the undefiled person will learn the law of the Lord. He will learn what God's rules are, and he will walk by those rules. You know, I drive down the street, and at every turn in the road, and even as I'm driving straight, there are rules posted everywhere. Speed limit signs, stop signs, stop and go lights, all of these things are there. They are rules by which we live whenever we are driving. I walk into a restaurant. They have certain rules. They have signs on the door. They have things posted. I went to a business place just a few minutes ago before I started this broadcast where they have a sign on the door that says, dial this number before you come in the store. Well, now, I know we've got very few COVID regulations going on right now, but this particular place, they want you to dial the phone and talk to them before you come in the store. Now, they immediately said, come on in. So I don't know what the deal is, but the fact is they had a rule. So what did I do? I dialed the phone and the guy told me, you can sit in your car, we'll come to you, or if you want to come on in the lobby, just come right on in. Well, I chose to sit in the car, but you know, I'm just reminding you that everywhere you go, there are rules. So let's you and I not get all bent out of shape because the Lord has some rules. Let's listen to what he has to say and what he tells us here that the man who lives clean, undefiled, walks in the law of the Lord. He finds out how God wants to do things, and he does that. The second thing that we learn is in verse 2, the undefiled keeps the testimony of the Lord. That simply means he honors his word. You say, specifically, what are you talking about? Well, I could give you a long list of things, but let me just give you an example or two. The Lord talks about alcohol. And a lot of people in our society have the idea that they can drink alcohol just like they drink soda pop and everything is going to be fine. Well, I need to remind you, the Lord's laid down some rules on that. He says, Proverbs chapter 20 and verse 1, wine is a mocker, strong drink is raging, and whosoever is deceived thereby is not wise. In other words, you just be a fool to be involved in alcohol. 
The Lord tells you that right up front. So if you get into it, and if it bites you, which it will, it'll just be a matter of time until you feel the bite. I'm telling you, you need to remember the Lord warns you to stay away from it. I think about things like profanity and vulgar conversation. The Lord gives us a rule about that. Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 29 says, Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth. But rather, we're to do that, the verse goes on to say, which is good to the use of edifying that it may minister grace unto the hearers. So you and I ought not to be doing things verbally. We ought not to be having conversations that are corrupt in their nature. We just simply need to clean up our communication, live clean in even the things that we say. Not only that, but I think about something like marriage. The Bible is very clear. Matthew chapter 19, Jesus said, Have you not read that he which made them at the beginning made them male and female? Now take note of that. That's a pretty positive statement right there, which you and I know biologically is true. And the Lord reinforces that here. And in spite of everything we hear these days, God made male and female. And then he said, for this cause shall a man leave father and mother and shall cleave to his wife and they twain shall be one flesh. Wherefore they are no more twain, but one flesh. What therefore God hath joined together, let not man put asunder. So the Lord lays out the game plan for marriage. He has a rule, in fact, rules about how that is to be done. And you and I will do very, very well in securing the blessing of God if we will just simply follow what the Lord has told us in this regard. Now remember what we're talking about here. Psalm 119 verses 1 and 2 tells us that the undefiled person walks in the law of the Lord, keeps the testimony of the Lord, and the third part of that is he seeks him with the whole heart. This is a big key here. We need to get our heart into this. You can't just say, well, show me the rules, Put up a chart, tell me what the things are, 10, 12, 1,400 of them, whatever it is, you show me all the rules and I'll keep the rules. No, what the Lord's looking for in order to give you the blessing that he wants to give, he wants you to get into this with your heart. Down deep inside, he wants this to become a part of you. I read in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4 how that the Apostle Paul said that we ought to walk and please God and abound more and more in that. And then he said, this is the will of God, even your sanctification, that you should abstain from fornication, that every one of you should know how to possess his vessel in sanctification and honor. And if you drop down to verse 7, he says, for God hath not called us unto uncleanness, but unto holiness. So here again, passage after passage in the Bible lays out very clearly what the Lord has in mind when he talks about us living as an undefiled person, living as someone who is not dabbling in corruption, someone who is just not intent on getting up every day and seeing how many sins that we can commit. That's what he's looking for here, is to help us see the joy, the good, the delight that there is in walking with him and living with him and in keeping our body clean. So what are we talking about today? We're talking about the blessing of being clean. That's why he says, avoid corrupt communication. That's why he does define marriage for us and tells us to possess 
our body, to possess our vessel in a way that honors the Lord. You and I can do that with God's help. We're not likely to do it if we just simply determine that uh, we're going to clean up everything, we're going to shape up our ship. No, we need to get on our face before the Lord, commit ourselves to the Lord, commit ourselves to whatever He tells us, and begin to follow that. Sometimes, you know, you have to borrow conviction sometimes before you get them real deep. You sometimes have to borrow courage. And if you don't have conviction and if you don't have courage right now, look to the Lord, lean on Him, trust Him, just follow Him even blindly if you must until you begin to get some understanding, until you begin to get hold of the great issues here that will help you to live right and to honor the Lord and to have the delight and blessing of just living a clean life. I know we live in a world where it's popular to lie, it's popular to cheat, it's popular to do every kind of a wicked, ungodly thing that is imaginable. But what I'm saying today, listen, with the authority of this passage, with the teaching of Psalm 119 verses 1 and 2, I'm just trying to make a clear case to you that there is a blessing that comes with living clean. Now, none of us are perfect. We're not ever going to dot every I and cross every T every moment of every day. I mean, you're going sometimes to do some things that will disappoint you and may disappoint the Lord. But I want you to know that by the grace of God, He forgives, He enables. But this doesn't give us excuse or license to just go out and do everything crazy and then say, well, the Lord will clean it up for me. No, we need to do our best to get it right. And if we do have some measure that needs to be dealt with, then the Lord is gracious to us. But I want you to know there is something very, very special about this business of walking right, living clean, and just doing what the Lord would have us to do. This verse says, blessed are are the undefiled in the way who walk in the law of the Lord. And then the second one says, Blessed are they that keep his testimonies and that seek him with the whole heart. The blessing of being clean, the blessing of living clean. It is something very, very special. Now, tomorrow we'll look at another one of these blessed words, and I hope that you'll be with me right here at this same time on this station, and I will be delighted if you do. In the meantime, I hope you'll write to me. Let me know that you're hearing the broadcast. Write to me, Dr. Shelton Smith at P.O. Box 1099, Murfreesboro, Tennessee, 37133, or send an email. Radio at swordofthelord.com is the email address. And in the meantime, I hope that you'll join us tomorrow for our Making a Difference broadcast. Until then, God bless you. Have a good rest of this day, and goodbye for now.